Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. To get more information about me and my work, please visit ValerieSilvera.com. I want you to know that it truly is an honor for me to stand with you. Hello there. You joined this podcast today because maybe you thought I was going to answer the question that I titled the podcast. Why isn't everyone like me? Oh, come on. You've thought that before, right? When you've been around somebody or somebody's and they just don't think like you do, and the way you think seems so darn logical to you, and you've thought, why isn't everybody just like me? I've actually joked about that with friends or even family members and said, you know, we would say, why aren't they, why isn't everybody like us? Why don't they all think like us? Wouldn't life be easier? Wouldn't the world be better? (laughs) Okay, we're only half joking. But seriously, this is something that causes a ton of frustration in our relationships. And it is that people think differently, act differently. They are different from us. Now, life would be pretty boring if everybody was like us. I know some of you listening right now are saying, oh, but it'd be better. I get it. I get it. But the point of this talk today is really to get us thinking about ways that we can manage and handle and even appreciate some of the differences in people. It reminds me of my brother, Brad. He's my youngest brother and, you know, he's the baby of the family. So maybe that's why we all give him a break. He's actually an amazing guy. I love him to death. But we have this thing called Brad time. And I think I actually coined that term several decades ago because Brad basically does his own thing. I mean, I used to always say that he is never going to have a heart attack because he's never going to be stressed out enough to have one. As a matter of fact, his heart might just stop from inactivity, but he won't have a heart attack. Okay. I'm joking because he's actually a very active guy, but you know what I mean? It's not going to be hypertension that gets him. And he's just kind of on his own time. In fact, I'd started to notice a long, long, long time ago that we'd be having some sort of a party or family gathering And suddenly you would say, where's Brad? And if my family were all sitting here right now, this podcast would get really loud because they'd all be chiming in, cracking up and having stories about this with Brad because Brad would just leave. And I would call him the next day and say, what happened to you? You never even said goodbye. And he would say, well, I said goodbye to the person I was standing next to. He just did not see the need to go around saying goodbye to everybody. He thought it just was a waste of time. And when he thought, hmm, it's time to go, he just leaves. I, sh- I act like this is happening in the past. He's still like this, except for now his wife, Dawn, doesn't exactly allow him to do that. So when she's with him, it doesn't really work like that. But that's Brad time. And so over the years, we've just learned to accept it and say, okay, so his brain thinks differently. To me, I think that's rude. At least I think it's rude for me to do. So I wouldn't do it. I would think, well, that's kind of rude to just leave, especially to not even say goodbye to the person who invited you whose home you're in, you just leave. But I started to appreciate that he doesn't think like that. He's not thinking he's rude. He is an amazing person with a great personality and everybody loves him. So he probably figured, hey, he had a good time. He probably said plenty of things to the person who was hosting the party and all sorts of other people. No need to spend 20 minutes on the long goodbye. Gotta go, gotta run. So that's Brad time. 
So we could have spent, and I say we collectively because everybody in my family except for Brad has had comments about Brad time. But we could have all spent all of these years going, oh my gosh, Brad is so rude. Why does he do that? Why does Brad do that? And listen, all that would do was cause us frustration. And if you know Brad, it probably wouldn't change if you said something to him. He would laugh. I can hear his laugh right now. He'd laugh about it. And you know what? He's such a nice guy that he might think about it. But it really isn't that big of a deal. Right? So think about these types of things that we get so frustrated with because people don't think like we do. I'm not talking about things that have to do with integrity or honesty, thing, you know, things like that. I'm talking about these differences in personalities. And you might not have a ton of people that you have these issues with because birds of a feather tend to flock together, right? So we do end up with people in our lives that we spend a lot of time with that do think like us, but even those that think like us say politically, because I have a lot of people in my life who think completely different than I do politically speaking. I just kind of avoid those discussions altogether, but there are times when I think, what are they thinking? And I'm pretty sure that at the same time they're thinking, what is she thinking? Right? And so these are the kind of things that can get us into so much trouble in relationships going back to brag time. What if I had chosen, what if we had all chosen to just be frustrated with him and call him rude and instead we kind of have fun with it. And he knows about Brad time, by the way. So these are the things that we have to, to do. And, and what can help you is if you can start thinking about putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Now, for some people that comes pretty naturally. I'm actually somebody that can do that. I do that a lot. I actually like doing that. I like putting myself in somebody else's shoes. I probably should do it even more than I do, but I definitely do that. And I think it's helpful. It's helped me tremendously to put myself in other people's shoes. Now, obviously I'm a strong opinionated person and I still fall into that trap with myself. And I think that's okay to have our convictions and our thoughts about things and strong you know, viewpoints and positions, I think that's fine. But it serves us well to as much as we possibly can, and we can always do better, including yours truly here, about putting ourselves in other people's shoes and just considering things like personalities. People are, they come with different personalities than ours. I'm very quick-witted. Some have called me a smartass. Um, I say it's better than being a dumbass, right? <laughs> but I'm sarcastic. I'm also self-deprecating. So I know that goes against me saying that you should always talk nice to yourself. But, you know, I joke around a lot, that kind of thing. A lot of people that I know are not like that. They're not quick that way. It's not better or worse. We're just different. They don't always get my jokes and my quick-witted humor. And so I have to somehow, sometimes be patient and step back and say, okay, they didn't understand what I was saying because they're not like that. Their brain isn't wired that way. Often, so we have wiring and we have personalities. We also have the choices people have made in life that is, you know, headed them in one direction or another. And then experiences. We've all gone through different experiences that help to shape our personalities and shape our viewpoints and how we think about things. And we sometimes have to be mindful of that that people have gone through things that we haven't, good or not so good. And we have to remember that things feel differently to other people than they feel to us. And if you're the kind of person that that does this work and 
and listens to podcasts like this that are for self-improvement or you belong to something like my Still Standing Tribe, which is my private membership, or you read books, whatever it is you do, you go to events to improve yourself, you are in a different mindset probably than a lot of people in your life that are not doing those things. So we have to remember that you might be further along in your personal development and some people will never work on that. So, I mean, what we could do is we could stop hanging around with people and there are probably people that we should stop hanging around with or spending so much time with if they're negative or cynical or they're just not helping us move forward in life or they're just really depressing or negative. That's different. I'm talking about the people that you want to be in a relationship with or those you really can't avoid. Maybe people you work with, clients, things like that. And so it's best if you, you can't change them. There is nothing you can do to change other people. You can only change you. So what we need to do is instead of saying, why isn't everybody like me? And I know that would be helpful, but it's never going to happen. We need to become more aware. And speaking of awareness, that's another issue. Some people aren't super self-aware. Some people are not really aware of how they present to the rest of the world. They're not aware of the things that they say as much as others. They don't have a high degree of self-awareness. And sometimes that can leave those of us who are self-aware going, why would that person say that? Don't they realize they're being too forceful? Or don't they realize they're uh, being, they're badgering or they're trying to be too controlling or whatever. Or if you're really quick and someone's not quick, it can have you thinking, well, that person's not real smart. Not good. That's not good because it's not necessarily that they're not smart. They're just not quick. Not, not the same thing at all. So we have to remember that not everybody is like us. Perhaps you're more confident than somebody else. And you see them in a way that you think, why in the world would they not be more confident? They're amazing. I know people like that. And it's hard for me to understand why in the world are they not more confident if they could only see what I see? Well, instead of us being frustrated with people like that, why don't we do something to help build their confidence? To help build their self-worth. That's what we can do. We've got to become more flexible. And listen, there's nobody that had to learn this lesson more than me, and I'm still learning it, to be more flexible and understand that people don't think like I do. People aren't quick-witted like I am, not everybody. And I that quick-wittedness, by the way, can have me saying things too quickly before I think about them. I have to be mindful of that. That's We all have these things that we have to work on. We've all got strengths and weaknesses, and sometimes they're the same thing. So becoming flexible and trying to understand, having different viewpoints instead of trying to change people. In fact, sometimes if we began to understand other people, we might change us, right? We might think, wow, well, the way they think is actually makes more sense, but I hadn't thought about that before. We get so stuck in our own mindset and our own viewpoints that we often are refusing to even think the way another person thinks. And this reminds me of, there's a story in the Bible about Mary and Martha and their two sisters, and Jesus is a friend of theirs, and he comes to to town, and he comes in, and, and Mary's in the kitchen I mean, I'm sorry, Martha. Martha's in the kitchen and she's doing all this stuff and preparing the meal. And I don't know what their kitchen was like back then. Who knows what she was doing? 
you know, polishing off the silverware. I don't know. But she was preparing and preparing and working and slaving. And Mary was just sitting with Jesus. She was just taking him in. She was just, that was the kind of host that Mary was. She wasn't worried about what the food tasted like or if the silverware was polished. She was just with him. And so the story goes that Martha goes to Jesus and goes, hey, you know, look what I had to do. I have to do all this stuff. Don't you care? Why don't you tell her to help me? And he tells Martha that Mary chose better. She chose the right thing to do. Wow. Okay. Now, for those of you who are tend to be like me, that perfectionist tendency, you like to host, you like things just so, because, I mean, I think it's great to be a good host because it, it makes people feel so welcome. But in the end, do people remember the polished silverware? the plate looking a certain way, the food being perfect, the table setting just right, the fact that there wasn't a piece of dust in your house. Do people remember that later on? Or do they remember what you said, how you were, the laughs, the time together, how they felt? I'm pretty sure we both know the answer to that. It's really how you make people feel. So in that case, this Mary chose right, but Martha had a hard time understanding that. So, it, you know, for somebody like a Martha, Martha's going, you know, what is she not aware that I'm in here? And doesn't she know what we need to do? Mary probably wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. She was going, cool, right on. Jesus is here. I want to spend time with this guy. I mean, he is the son of God. I should soak it all in. How often do I get to see him? All that kind of stuff. Mary was going, I got to have everything perfect. He's the son of God. See, see what I'm saying? They were, they both had the right intentions, but their thinking had them acting in different ways. We do that all the time. I do this with my husband and he's a super awesome guy, but he tends to put stuff wherever it, wherever he happens to be. So he likes things neat and tidy and cleaned up, but he doesn't necessarily put it back where it came from. Or where I think it's logical. Now, I'm going to tell you that I still think it's logical. I'm sorry. In this situation, I really do. Did I just blow this whole podcast by saying that? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me because then you don't have to go searching for things. But I have had to. And gee, it only took me, what, 21 years now to realize that he just does not think that way. He's thinking, I want things cleaned up. I go out to the garage and I go, what a mess. And he goes, man, this is so neat and tidy. And I'm going, no, everything should be in a bin. Nothing should be open. Everything should be neat and tidy. And I either can let it drive me nuts. I can go get the bins and do it myself. Or I can let it go. Those are my choices. And really, those are your choices. You get to decide whether you're going to let these things, these differences that we have in our relationships drive you nuts, make you resent people, frustrated with them, or whether you're going to try to accept them, accept the fact that they have different wiring, accept the fact that they have different experiences, accept the fact that they're in a different place in their personal development, in their personal growth, accept the fact that not everybody is ever, ever going to think like you, consider the possibility that you could change your viewpoint if you got into their shoes. 
or if you get into their shoes, at least help you to understand it. We're never going to think the same way as other people. Which, by the way, is why I know for a fact that God has a really, really good sense of humor. Because he puts men and women together. They're wildly attracted to each other. They so want to be together. And we don't think anything alike. I know that's really putting all men and all women into lumping them. But in my experience, we think so differently. (laughs) But what if that's meant to be? I mean, what if that's by design? It isn't like, you know, God didn't think about this stuff. Because we can complement each other. Wow, think about that. You know what I'm going to do? The minute I get off this podcast, I'm going to go stick myself in my husband's shoes. I might actually just literally go walk in his shoes and come walking out. That'll probably crack him up. But I really think that I'm going to focus on, I'm going to take my own advice and focus on that and think about something. I'm going to choose something from his perspective and really try my best to understand it and keep that same thing in my mind. So I'm going to recommend you do the same thing. Find something that's driving you a little bit batty about somebody and sit back and try to put yourself in their shoes. Try to understand their wiring, their upbringing, their experiences, their personality, where they are or are not in their personal development. Try to understand. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. It can save you a whole lot of headaches, frustration, and resentment in relationships. Because no matter how much you would like it to be so, it is never going to happen that everyone is going to be like you. Thanks again for joining me today. Please subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss notification for any future episodes. And please visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com. I would love to link arms with you and stand with you in whatever it is you're going through because we are in this thing called life together. Have an awesome day.